Hello everyone, welcome to the Authentic Life Design Podcast, the podcast where we talk about a life design, how to shape your life and how to create it based on your own terms. My name is Vikra, I am your host here and today we have a very, very, very dear episode on my heart because we're gonna talk all about closing the past year, closing 2021, how to transition into the new year, how to leave everything that is not serving us behind, what are some of my favorite practices, the rituals and the tools that I use in the end of the year. So this is what we're gonna do. I suggest you grab your notebook or a piece of paper and a pen, anything that works for you, or maybe even your laptop. Maybe you can do um, some notes on your laptop. And you come back here, you press play again, and yeah, let's start. So why is this time so important for me, the end of the year? And maybe if you've seen my life um, on my Instagram account, authentic.lifedesign, um, all of the things that we're going to discuss today are not going to be brand new information, but I am sure that there's going to be some new stuff coming up. So I still recommend you continue listening. But first of all, why I think it's so important to do these rituals and reflections in the end of the year. Why not, I don't know, in the middle of the year? It's scientifically proven that our brains work in a way that we need periods of time and this kind of ending and beginning in order for us to cultivate transformation and change. And this doesn't mean that you can't create change for yourself on, I don't know, 24th of July. You still can, <laughs> but it's going to be a bit harder for your brain. And this is also why New Year's resolutions are such a big thing, because somehow people see it as a new year, new me. So let's start everything and um, change our whole lives. <laughs> um and this is why I feel it's a potent time, because our brain is wired to do this. You probably already, your intuition led you to make some kind of reflection of the past year. Uh, maybe think about the lessons or the good times or what you're thankful for. Or maybe you already started setting some goals for the upcoming year. And this is very very normal and because it comes intuitively and a lot of people are doing it i like to tap into this kind of um togetherness and uh, conscious i don't know closing of the year with all of the people around the world um because i just think it's a powerful energy and i feel like if you don't do it you're gonna take a lot of emotions unprotested um, moments, situations into the new year. And you don't want to do that because you have a new year. <laughs> so how do I do these kind of reflections? And I like to call it a ritual. I think some people might have like a weird understanding of what a ritual is. But for me, it really means that I intentionally set time aside for myself, for with myself. <laughs> and... I meditate, I really create this kind of outer, um, calm, beautiful, cozy space where I feel safe. 
um, no matter where I am. It could be even in the car if I'm with the van and we're traveling somewhere. But just creating a space where you feel comfortable. I like to have pillows around me, some blankets, and really just pamper myself. <laughs> um, this is where your brain shuts from the sympathetic minds and get, gets to the parasympathetic minds, which is, so you go from this kind of rational, logical, always thinking mind into comfort, into safe, uh, where your brain doesn't have to um, think about danger <laughs> or anything. It just sits there and you turn off anxiety, you turn off the uh, overthinking and you just feel you go more into the body. And sometimes if you can't, like, let's say that you've set your space and you're all cozy and set and ready and your mind is just not shutting up, try to take a couple of deep breaths, go more into the breathing, um, to maybe just observe how your belly comes up and down, maybe do a couple of rotations with your spine, just getting more into the body, no matter how you like to do that. I think the breath... Um, is a very direct tool to tap into the body, but whatever feels good for you works. So yeah, always start with setting a very comfortable and nice space. I always have my notebook with me and this is a whole nother ritual for me to uh, pick the most beautiful or the most, I don't know, magical notebook I see out there and to have my pen and to really make it comfortable for me to journal Journaling is a beautiful tool for reflection. It helped me a lot with anxiety before. And I still do it, not on a regular basis, but for sure in this kind of like a reflective moment and ritual moments, I always, always have my notebook next to me. So even if I also, also only meditate, um, anything that comes up, I can note it down. Um, I can even paint something, whatever it is. Just don't be very judgmental on yourself. Uh, don't be critical. Just do it. <laughs> I'm not sponsored by Nike, as you probably could have guessed. <laughs> um, after you have your beautiful space, you close your eyes. And the first exercise that you're going to do is reflecting where you were in the start of last year. So, and by last year here, I mean 2021. So where were you 2021 physically? Where were you living? Maybe who were the people around you? But also who are you as a person? What were your expectations of the upcoming year? What were your hopes, your fears for the upcoming year? And see where you are now. I think it's so important to take these moments of reflection, of looking back and seeing how much can really change in the span of 12 months only. I know for me this year was incredibly transitional and I can't even believe how many things can change for you in a year. Um, and there are other years that are not so active, <laughs> but more like they, they have more internal processes. So. I'm not saying here that because I talk about life design and shaping your life, you have to be a whole new year, new me, change your whole life. No, no way. Like you, For me, what's most important is that you take your lessons from the past year 
and you don't bring negative energies, emotions, mindsets, thoughts into the upcoming year and you really use it to leave all of these heavy things behind and be like, fuck it, I'm going to start anew, I'm going to clear my slope and I'm just going to paint a new year. This is what it is all about. Um, so we're starting with first envisioning yourself where you were before a year, a year before. And just try to get all of the details, how you looked like, what were you thinking, what are the most occurring thoughts in your head, um, who are your closest people back then. And here maybe you can even take the first couple of notes in your journal and just write a couple of sentences in your storytelling on that how a person can change in a year or how a life sphere can change in a year, how you can change your job, how you can change, um, maybe make the first steps towards a dream come true, something that you wanted to achieve, anything. For me personally, it was a big year in the work life sphere um, and the relationship sphere and the personal growth, I think. Um, the adventure part also, <laughs> working wise I started authentic life design and I don't know if you know that but this is like my only thing that I do and it's really scary to start something like that it's really scary to put all of your eggs in one basket and be like no I'm not gonna be working full-time or part-time I'm gonna believe in that and develop that it has its ups and downs I can tell you but in the end of the day I'm really grateful for having started it, even though it was very hard and scary, oh my god, scary for sure. And it went through a lot of changes, it's for sure very different than what I expected in the start, but it's still really, really beautiful and nice. So this was one thing to really fully jump into that, to be dancing much more, work with movement, uh, which is also my dream. And another thing that I hadn't planned to actually share in this podcast, but there you go, um, is that I had a very low self-esteem before and I didn't have many relationships in the past, uh, romantic relationships. I somehow translated this into my brain that something's wrong with me and I'm just not lovable and I'll never find a partner. And I did a lot of mindset work last year. I was working with a coach and... This year I met a person that if there is like the term of a soulmate, this is him. And I'm not even afraid to say that um, because it's crazy how you can think about even a little details of the person that you want next to you. And then someone appears in your life without you even planning anything. So this was crazy. So there you go. Relationship life changed a lot. Um, we were spending a lot of time together in the start of the relationship, traveling a lot. Um, we were living in a van, surfing. So here's also the adventure part. My whole relationship actually turned into a, an adventure. Um, so I guess these were the key moments for me. And I'm showing you just a couple of like how you can reflect on the past year. Either you can pick go month by month and think about, okay, what happened in January? 
what happened in February, what happened in March. Another way is to, and this is also really, really important because you see how much can happen in a year. Um, because I think that most of us are prone to overwork and do so, so many things. And we don't even stop for a second to look back and be like, oh my God, I did all of these amazing things in like six months or 12 months. Um, so going month by month is really important. But another way that you can do this is also sphere by sphere or thinking which were the life spheres that were really um, big for me this year that I experienced most change. And I'm going to list you a couple of life spheres or the ones that I like to work with also with my clients. So the ones that resonate with you is the right one. We have work. We have relationship, uh, friends and family, finances, contribution, health, spirituality, or all kind of like this, I don't know, religion, or just feeling connected with the greater cause, which I think, by the way, has been a sphere for a lot of people ever since 2020, but this is a whole nother topic. Um, what else? I guess I'm missing something, but um, try to find it for yourself and point down which were the three main phases for 2021 for you, life phases. And this is why I believe it's hard for us. Like we only have this kind of limited energy in a year, in a day also. And if we try to change the whole 10 life spheres in the same time it's just not going to happen or it's not going to happen so drastically and so fast the way we want it it's just not going to be super efficient you still can do it I just don't believe that much in it I think it's good to work part by part I also advise my clients always to work into spheres into areas try to make really tangible um, goals and visions so you have more clarity and it's not everything just a huge blob in a way. Um, so don't try to, don't expect for 2021 to have changed for you, like, I don't know, on 10 different levels. Um, and also don't try to do that in 2022, but work with fears. So remember where you were in the start of the year and who you were go month by month and see the beautiful things that happens and the things that you have achieved that you have done even on a very small personal level like even small fears that you've overcome things that you have said um, and then see which are the three spheres that changed most for you uh, for 2021 and what did that, does that mean for you Another important thing is, so first, why are we doing the exercise with the beautiful moments? It's to cultivate gratitude for everything that already have happened and that you have in your life. All of the beautiful things and moments, um, the people. It's really important to have this practice of cultivating gratitude. And in the span of a whole one year, <laughs> I can really believe that there are a lot of things that you can be grateful for. So this is one thing. But the other thing, and the more important work, at least how I see it, 
is to see the challenging times, to see the hard times in the year and to not shy away from them, to not run away from them and be like, oh, I don't want to think about it. Um, sit with it, sit there and see what they're going to unfold for you. Because the most important lessons in the year are there. They're in these lessons. They're not so much in the happy moments, unfortunately. And the happy moments come also be because we also have the challenging times. So see what were some of the biggest challenges that you had. And think about the lessons. What have this taught me as a person? What has this taught me about other people? What has it ta this taught me about my work, my self-love, anything? This work is really important to be done, to not take it in the next year. Because the most beautiful and efficient thing that we can do in this life is to learn the lessons when they're given to us and to not make the same mistakes because then you're going to have probably the same lessons in the next year and then in the next year and the next year. <laughs> so it's really, really important to sit with your challenges and see what they taught you. Also, another really interesting quote is to pick your challenges. And this is a food for thought for the next year. There are always going to be challenges, but which are the ones that you want to navigate? And how can you pick your challenges? What does that mean? It's something that I'm also <laughs> marinating on these days. So I don't have the answers right now. Um, all right, let's talk about people now. I feel that one of the most beautiful practices for me to do in the end of the year is to look back and see who contributed to my year and how can I give thanks to them. Probably you have met someone new, probably, I don't know, you have redeveloped an old relationship with a friend or romantic-wise, who are the people that were really, really key and important, the people that gave you beautiful opportunities, the people that were there in the good times and in the hard times. Really see these people in front of you when you close your eyes and send them a light of love. Just hit them with a light beam of thankfulness and gratitude. Something I really love to do is to write uh, messages to these people in the end of the year and to show them um, that I appreciate them being there and everything that they have helped me with. I think it's really, really important. And it always makes people happy also to... <clears throat> I'm sorry, but to know that they have um, contributed to your life, to your happiness. So this is one thing. And another exercise, also connected with people, is to also think about the ones that have hurt you. Think about the people that have made mistakes towards you, that made you feel sad and lonely, under, under, not understood. One really important practice in the end of the year is to cultivate forgiveness. And forgiveness is just... Um, to me at least, a conscious release of energy that you don't want to keep carrying around. 
of course, there were things that hurt you this year. Of course, there are people that maybe didn't act the way that they wanted, but you, the way the way that you wanted them. But you can always make a decision. Do I want to take this and now forever be sad or mad at these people or angry? Or do I want to leave it and continue and just clean the slate? This is a practice that I can already tell you that we haven't done when we were kids, when we were teenagers and before we got more like conscious and aware, which means that we are already carrying around a lot of old energy energy of your parents not acting the way you wanted them to act when you were little, maybe teachers, maybe people in high school. And this narrates a lot of the thoughts that we are thinking about ourselves. It's also how we see ourselves because we remember these things. So a really potent practice is to give do you give forgiveness? <laughs> I don't know. But to work with forgiveness in the end of the year and see all of the places where this can be really healing for you. Forgiveness is something you do for yourself. You don't do it for the other person. You're forgiving. You forgiving means that you're just releasing all this heaviness that you carry around with you because it's not the person that is carrying it. So, yeah, the wonderful practice of forgiveness. Do this. The best, best way that I like to do this is through meditation. It really helps me go more into the feelings and really send and connect with these people into my heart um, and just cut cords with the ones that I don't want to feel connected with um, say some things even write some letters to these people it's also beautiful you don't have to send them uh, what you've written you don't have to share it in any way you do it for yourself you just process it and you're like hey thank you for these lessons I know that you've done your best but um, I decide to not carry this energy with me in the next year so thank you Go on with your life. Be happy. I'm sending you lots of light. But that's it from me. These are the things that I always do in the end of the year. And by always, I really mean that maybe in the past 10 years I've done that. And I already remember in the end of like the high school years... I did them very unconsciously. I just felt like I need to do this reflection or need to say these people thank you or whatever. Um, and lately I've understood how this actually helps me so, so, so much. And I do it much more intentionally, um, also much more guided. And I have gathered the right questions, tools, um, rituals in a way to, to create it for me. And... It's such an important part of my year and maybe the reason why I like December is not even so much the holidays, but this kind of, okay, end of the year time, the start of the new one, it does something with you. It makes you hope for a change. It makes you believe in a change. It makes you set goals and get more active. It's also, if you believe in astrology, um, Almost the whole December is like Sagittarius energy. And this is very um, 
gathering a lot of new ideas, a lot of fresh air. Sagittarius is a wonderful sign. So usually people around December have this kind of fresh air of ideas coming in. And then on the 21st, uh, we tap into Capricorn and Capricorn is much more about setting goals and having a, the right plan and how to do this and executing. Um, so I feel like Everyone can feel this in some level, no matter if you believe in astrology or not, but it's in the air. It's for sure in the air. And when we know how to navigate it, when we know how to sit with ourselves, how to ask the right questions, how to give ourselves the honest answers, it's really, really potent and can really set you for a wonderful year ahead. So I hope you do it. And... I also don't believe that my way is the right way. I think that these are the things that I found that work for me and are wonderful practices for me. And I'm happy to share it with, uh, to share them with you. I think that even if you just sit with yourself for an hour and you journal down whatever comes when you think about the past year, it's still enough. Like you do your process the way you like to do it. So. If my way is not working for you, don't just throw it away, but find your way. Tr try something. See how it feels when you do it. Maybe if you haven't meditated at all ever, sit in a guided meditation for closing the year. I'm sure that there are some in YouTube or whatever on the internet. Um, maybe just sit in silence. Maybe just think about only about the things that you're thankful for. It still does its magic. I can promise you like 100%. So I guess I'm recording this podcast to really inspire you to do that. I really, really think it's an amazing practice to say thank you at least to one person that have contributed your ear. So let's say that this is a beautiful invitation from my side to do that. Um, I can use this place also to thank all of the people that co have contributed my life. And I'm really happy to have met a lot of beautiful new people um, who are really supportive of everything I do and the person that I am. Um, it's really easy for myself to be my authentic self because I have wonderful people around me, very welcoming and loving people around me. Um, so, yeah, surround yourself with such people. And if you don't have them right now, that's okay invite them in your life for 2022 and I guess that's pretty much everything I'm gonna leave you now to experience the end of your year the last couple of days I will be really happy to hear from you how everything went and here's a good time to say that I packed all of these practices with the meditation and the workbooks um, in a whole course about closing the past year and starting the new one. It's called Kickstarting 2022 uh, and it's a goal setting and vision building workshop which is really gonna get you kickstart your new year and your new self. Um, I've gathered everything that I've been doing in the past years, including, as I said, both the reflection part of the old year, a beautiful meditation of cutting cords and just releasing all of the energies that are not working for you anymore. And also, so this is going to be on the 9th of January. Uh, it's a Sunday. We're going to have a three-hour online session. 
Then you're gonna have a workbook to work on yourself in the week and also I don't know in the next weeks it's not limited at all uh, it's going to be full packed with the exercises the questions and then on the next Sunday so the 16th um, of January we're going to be talking all about goal setting and how to create your vision for your new year we're going to do a beautiful meditation to create with this future you um, and in the end, I'm going to also give you some tips how to create your vision board. I really want to leave you with something practical besides the workbook. We're going to do this in a group. So you're going to share this experience with others, which is beautiful in a way because others are going to be able to also hear your dreams, keep you accountable for your dreams. And I don't know, in three months from that, check up on you and be like, hey, are you doing what you said you're going to be doing? Are you doing your little steps towards your dream? So, yes, this is what we're going to do. Uh, you can find more information on my Instagram account. Um, and if you have any questions, you can just DM me there. You can also email me. Um, you can, you know how to find me. So, yeah, it's going to be really lovely to see you there. I've put a lot of energy and efforts into this course. And I really believe it's going to help you. So if it resonates with you, come. And if it doesn't, um, set aside this time and do these practices for yourself. It's still worth it and it's still beautiful. Um, you can even share it with your friend or a partner. So, yeah. I'm going to be recording a, another episode on how to start and kickstart your ear. So that's upcoming in the next maybe week or so. <laughs> this is how I like to give myself deadlines but yeah I'm gonna be seeing you hearing you around um don't hesitate to connect with me over Instagram and also if you want to work with me in 2022 there is a 50% discount on the sessions on three sessions right now I'm calling it the coaching voucher and through it I just wanted to make coaching more accessible to people because I know that sometimes it can be financially challenging to hop on such a journey. So if you want to book the coaching voucher, just ping me on the Instagram. Love you. And I'm wishing you a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful time over the last year, uh, years, oh my God, days of 2021. Mwah.